0: Welcome everyone to another episode of the Roman Show for the week of December 6, 2020. We just have a few more days left in this year of 2020 for most of us. Well, it just hasn't been the best, but either way, we are still alive and kicking And we have to be grateful for that. Well, one thing is that's certain. We have a great guest ready for you on this edition of The Roman Show. And that's Alex Chamberlain. If you're from the South Florida area or hell are very well known uh, or or know a lot about the independent scene, this man has uh, has been a staple uh, around these uh, neck of the woods. Uh, But now he's headed to the national stage. He made his debut for AEW a few weeks ago. And uh, we had the the opportunity to speak to him about his opportunity on the big stage and also his acting career. That's right. He's also an actor. So we talked to Alex Chamberlain, who will be in action later this week as part of the Gangrel um, toy drive that they got going on this weekend on December 12th. All right. This and a whole lot more coming up next right here on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right. Whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Quarries, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off. Booster, go. Retro, go. Vidal, we're gonna fly. Guidance, Houston. Surgeon, go. Flight, Come. We're going fly. GNC, go we're going.
1: Donut, go. Control, go. control. go, go. FAO, we are going. Network, go. Recovery. go. Capcom, go. 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 we're going fly. Launch control, this is Houston. We are going for launch. The Roman Show.
0: With your host, Rodolfo. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show for the week of December 6, 2020. We just have a few more days left in this year of 2020 for most of us. Well, it just hasn't been the best, but either way, we are still alive and kicking we have to be grateful for that. Well, one thing is that's certain, we have a great guest ready for you on this edition of The Roman Show, and that's Alex Chamberlain. If you're from the South Florida area or hell are very well known uh, or or know a lot about the independent scene, this man has uh, has been a staple uh, around these uh, neck of the woods. Uh, But now he's headed to the national stage. He made his debut for AEW a few weeks ago. And uh, we had the, the opportunity to speak to him about his opportunity on the big stage and also his acting career. That's right. He's also an actor. So we talked to Alex Chamberlain, who will be in action later this week as part of the Gangrel um, toy drive that they got going on this weekend on December 12th. All right. This and a whole lot more coming up next right here on The Roman Show. your host, Rodolfo Roman. Thank you very much for tuning in. Um, pleasure to have you once again on the program. And we just want to get some stuff out of the way here. You hear me talk about it all the time. Fusion CBD, it's a great product for you guys that are exercising and women exercising and are our, our, our beat up. Hey, listen, I, I'm getting close to 40 and uh, every day, I, I, I just don't wake up the same. I really have to tune up my body and stretch and exercise. And by taking some of the Fusion CBD products, I have felt amazing. I kid you not. Uh, of course, a little bit of stretching helps out a lot. But this thing has uh, helped me alleviate the pain and the soreness. So get yourself a bottle of uh, CBD products, uh, the Fusion CBD. I, I personally like the the, 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 the capsules, but you could get the little bottle That's very affordable and very efficient. Visit FusionCBDProducts.com for more information. You've heard me talk about it here all the time. Shave your jewels and you can do that. Don't use that lousy, pesky um, shaver, man. Listen, come on. Let's be honest here, us dudes. We've used shavers to... Shave down there and, and, and we all know that that can hell that can hurt a whole lot. But thanks to this great product of manscaped, they created the lawnmower, and I have to tell you, it is absolutely smooth. It doesn't hurt your jewels. How you could trim your chest, whatever you got to do. Uh, but it's a great product. You can head on now to Manscape.com and purchase your lawnmower. Look, the holidays are here. And what better way to give you, uh, your family or your children Rocket Book. That's right. Visit getrocketbook.com. Rocketbook is a notebook that's reusable. Yeah, that's right. It's a reusable notebook. You write on the pad. You take a picture of it. You can email it, text it, do what you have to do, and you could keep reusing it all the time. So there's no need for you to throw away paper or, or, or constantly buy notebooks because this thing right here, you can have it for life. Um, you just use a little bit of, uh, of water to wipe up your lettering with a little towel that it brings, but it's a great tool that's Visit the website getrocketbook.com or you can head on over to Amazon and uh, purchase your rocket, rocket book. All right, also, 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 we're not done yet. A very special thank you to SoulRite. That's P S O R I T E. That's P S O R I T E.com. Uh, this machine or this product, uh, uh, sorry, it is very easy to use. A very uh, simple, simple looking thing made out of plastic, and you put it on your lower back. Or anywhere that you might feel a little bit of uh, attention, and you do yourself a little massage. Very affordable, very cheap. I personally do it all every single morning and every single evening, and after an exercise or run, and it helps me recover very, very well. That's so right. Visit them right now. P S O hyphen R I T E. Com. And lastly, get yourself a bottle of ball wash. Don't have your jewels smelling like garbage. Head on over to ballwash.com and purchase your bottle of ball wash. Or just head on over to theromanshow.com. We got all of our sponsors right there. And you can find out more details on how to purchase those products here uh, on our website, theromanshow.com. All right. I think I've said enough. Uh, make sure you follow us on our socials. Roman Show Media on social media. Specifically on Instagram and, and um, Facebook, but at The Roman Show on Twitter. Alrighty, check us out right there, but we're always live on our website, TheRomanShow.com, or visit our YouTube channel. Dude, we have so many interviews, it's ridiculous. That's YouTube.com forward slash rroman 201 Okay, lots to talk about. We got Alex Chamberlain coming in with just a few, but Sting made his AEW debut it was the talk of the town. Hell, by the time of re- re- that we're recording this episode on a Sunday, December 6th, Sting is still the hot topic. ESPN even put something out. If, if I can remember, this is maybe the first or second or maybe even third time that ESPN does something with AEW. And it just goes to show you how much of an impact Sting has in the world of pro wrestling, and let's face it, he's he's an icon. He's a, a wrestler that many people know about or have heard about. He's made a name for himself, and of course, is going to get the crowd buzzing. But here's my thing, and again, it's all cool. It's great if he if he wrestles. I'm sure it's going to be a tag match or something like that. He's not going to go toe to toe with one and one. I don't think that his body would allow him to. If you remember this last match with Seth Rollins was uh, pretty much sent him to the um, back of the line uh, into retirement because he suffered an injury. So let's face it, Sting is playing it safe. So if it's a proper proper way to wrestle, it would be in a tag match. so You could throw some punches, some kicks, maybe a stinger splash, and that's it. Take it easy on the body. Let the young guys do the action. But here's the thing okay it's great you get publicity love it awesome but aew from my understanding is it it was built on 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 recognizing the the youth the talent and i'm not saying they're not doing that they're doing it okay there's many fresh faces that we would have never heard of because AEW or wwe didn't pick pick these uh women and men up but if you really come to to look at this okay What did WCW do to kind of smack WWF at the time in the face? Well, they hired the the top guns, right? They, They hired guys that were well known in the WWF Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, uh Kevin Nash, aka Diesel, hell, even Bret Hart. And they brought all these guys in to take on the guys that they had on the current roster. Now, of course. This is completely different. Sting is not going to be the primetime player. He's not going to be wrestling every single week for all we know. It's maybe just a one-time deal. Maybe he'll do some role of a manager or something like that. But but it's a phase. It's someone that people know. But let's face it. A lot of the people or, or, or some of the big names in AEW came from the WWE. Those are just facts. Cody Rhodes, hell, Kenny Omega—he didn't make his 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 um, presence on, on main TV that I'm aware, of, but he was part of FCW, so he was under that umbrella of the WWE. The Young Bucks—they they were jobbers, or they made some appearances on some of the, um, I believe it was SmackDown or one of the shows. Um, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, right—he was part of WWE. Of course, Chris Jericho, and the list goes on and on. There are many names out there that have been part of the roster. And I get it. You need guys like that so they can help the younger talent, like the veterans. I get it. I understand it. But let's take a look what WWE did. When they were at war with Monday Night Nitro. Mankind, Stone Cold, uh, Hell Undertaker, uh, Shawn Michaels. Okay, Some not all had been in WCW, like Stone Cold, Mankind. But just never really stood out. And the WWE repackaged them and it made them who they are today, right? They they are their are household names. Of course, we're living in different times. No longer must you see the show live. You could just watch it an hour later or the next day, whatever because of on demand. You didn't really have that much uh of of that going on back in the in the late 19 in the late 90s and early 2000s we had to depend on on VCRs so the ratings don't aren't you can't really judge the ratings how as far as how they are now you really can't and then you got YouTube and Hulu and all these other streaming platforms that they have and it takes into account the the ratings but why not give some more of these younger guys, just, just take them out? I know they're doing it. I'm not saying that they're not. But, that's, and I'll be honest. Some people lost their minds watching Sting come out of the ramp. To me, or maybe it's just a lack of, 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 of interest because of what's going on in wrestling. It, it was, eh. I, I didn't see that. I didn't, ooh, I wasn't too surprised. I knew eventually one day it was going to happen because he was a free agent and we knew that AEW was was on top of it. So it was just a matter of time until Sting made its debut. But to me, to me, and again, you can disagree with me if you'd like. It doesn't really matter. That's the whole point of this 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 program. It just didn't do it for me. I I just, it's all cool. Great, but I wasn't jumping around or going crazy, throwing things in the air. No, but I will tell you something that really got my attention and I really like. And of course, we've seen this in the past, right? ECW, WWE, but AEW and Impact have entered into a relationship. Kenny Omega will be appearing with the AEW Heavyweight Championship On Impact Wrestling. Now that is cool. That does want to make me tune in to Impact Wrestling to see how that turns out. And sharing or trading talent, that is super cool because you're able to see the dream matches. And we know that AEW, let's face it, their women's division is not the best, but Impact Wrestling's women's division is one of the top. So having that trading off between the AEW women and the Impact Wrestling it's a win-win for everyone but I'm really really interested how this is going to work out and as soon as that happened the next day Triple H went on a media conference call and he was asked is the WWE willing to work with anyone else his response was hey listen we are open for business as long as it makes sense Now, to me, I just think the Triple H just threw it in there just to say it. Because if it really was him, he did say if it makes sense. But to me, why not open the doors to wrestlers of New Japan Pro Wrestling? Who is one of the top wrestling promotions in the world. Can you imagine all those guys competing with the WWE? We've had some sick matches. Some sick matches we would have. Plus, some of those guys that aren't in the WWE, Nakamura, Kushida, guess where they were? They were in New Japan. Hell, AJ Styles, right? After AJ, when AJ Styles debuted, he, he, was, he came from New Japan. And they have such great talent over there. And seeing them in the WWE crisscrossing would be Very, very good. Watching an Okada, who's a freaking badass. Uh, I mean, you could just go on and on to see some classic matches to pair these guys up with uh, a Seth Rollins, you know. Hell, even a freaking Roman Reigns. Because they have such great... Zack Sabre. I mean, imagine seeing that guy Going up against Hell and AJ Styles. Just think about it, how cool that would be. Alex Zane, I don't know. I believe he he he's uh he's signed um as one of the companies, but they have so many great talent out there. Just like they did that that. work together between ROH but imagine some of these New Japan Pro wrestlings coming into WWE and having a one-on-one it would be a dream come true imagine the Bullet Club imagine the freaking Bullet Club making their way into the WWE just think about it but you got to keep them as the Bullet Club hell even Kenta remember Kenta used to be with the WWE and then he ended up going to um, New Japan after he was let go but the 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 matches that you can do are just great and it opens up Naito's another good one as well listen the 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 the, the amount of matches that you can do are freaking amazing hopefully WWE thinks outside the box and says hey we can get that demo. Remember, the people who watch pro wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling are the diehards. WWE, they have their diehards, but they also cater to that bigger audience, right? The younger kids. But if you were to do that combination of, of working together with the New Japan and the WWE, you're going to get those diehards and you're going to get more attention. So Triple H, if you're listening to this or somehow, somehow, Pass the word to Triple H and let's try to get them to work together. It's a win win for us all. Please do. Imagine you could trade off one of the big players at wrestle and have imagine Roman Reigns at a Wrestle Kingdom. And Naito at a wrestle at a WrestleMania. The, the amount of matches, the stories are, 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 are infinite. You can have so much fun with this stuff, it's not even funny. All right. Let's talk some more action here in the world that's happening um, right before we bring in Alex Chamberlain. Listen, once again, follow us on our social media at The Roman Show on Twitter and uh, Roman Show Media, both on Instagram and Facebook. All right, we're going to welcome in Alex Chamberlain. Alex Chamberlain is going to be in action this week in December 6th, uh, 12th for Gangrel's Toy Drive. Uh, information is available on our website, theromanshow.com. But Alex Chamberlain has made his national debut on AEW Dark. He's taken on guys like Darby Allen. He's teamed up in tag matches, taking on some great talent. And hell, he hasn't signed officially yet, but this guy has it all. He has the look, he has the talk. It's just a matter of time until he becomes all elite. Alright, coming up next, we're here on the Roman show, Alex Chamberlain. Hey. Welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show. And on the line, we have this young man. You've seen him down here in the independent scene in South Florida. Many promotions. But now, well, he's on the national stage of AEW, he made his debut. Alex Chamberlain joins us right now on The Roman Show. Alex, thanks so much for joining us, man. Hey, thanks, Roman. Appreciate you having me, man. Awesome, dude. Awesome. And listen, congratulations. I know you've been at this stuff for quite some time. Uh, it's been quite the journey for you. Uh, so how did it feel, man, when you first walked out? Uh, and you saw it at Daily's place—that's where they, they they film AEW. And uh, th- did you take a, a couple of seconds there to, to to really breathe it in and take it all in?
1: Oh yeah, man! I, it's funny I, every single time I go. Um, just just walk out on stage, or even before the show, I always just stand on the stage and just kind of look at the, you know, just take it all in of like wrestling in like a big, a big arena, even with like minimal fans there. It's still a, it's a very humbling experience. To always walk out on like a really grand stage. It's it's super cool.
0: Well, that's good to know because uh, you know, many of the great artists and performers and, and athletes always say, you know, always perform like if it's your last. And it seems oh, yeah. like that—that's the approach that you have to that. Well, you've been—you've been, t- been tag teaming on uh, on AEW Dark uh, with several uh, gentlemen, it is Seth Gerges, uh, Fenrir, Maluda. Um, so far, who do you think you've had uh, the best e- chemistry with? Uh,
1: I realized. Oh, it's funny because, like, I actually have done some work with uh, Damian Fenrir. Mm-hmm. For uh, Girls Wrestling Asylum, so him and I actually tend to pair off a lot. So I, I really like working with him. He's a good kid. Uh, he's, he's got all the intangibles. I feel like he's going to definitely end up doing something for sure. in Wrestling like just beyond you know the independents. Uh, he, he's he's one guy I like to kind of follow and keep up with.
0: So again, in AEW, you've been doing the tag teaming. Any chance we're going to get you in a singles competition? And if so. Uh, anyone here that you would really like to take on that you just want to scratch off your list
1: yeah i mean i've got i've been lucky in my first couple matches were actually singles uh-huh. I actually, my first match uh-huh. with adw was the sean spears uh-huh. and then i had a uh i wrestled that main event with darby um about two months back which is actually a lot of fun i always like working with darby uh, like on the indies um a couple guys that i would really like to work with in particular mm-hmm. Um, Scorpio's guy Is one Definitely comes to mind Frankie Kazarian For sure uh, Obviously You You know, guys like Jericho right. And uh, Cody You know are like Just guys that I, I know I can go in there And just like just kind of a Tear the house down Kind of match That you know A good wrestling match
0: You mentioned those veterans How cool it is That And I'm sure they, They're all scoping out And you know The AEW Goes by that It's a It's a wrestling company That's ran by wrestlers So yeah. And I've heard from other wrestlers that that've made their debut in AEW or they're a part of the group. Uh, that everyone, the veterans, as far as the veterans, they go up to the young guys or the, the up and comers or the, they made their debut and and give them some pointers, give them some some um, some good critique. Any experiences that you've that you've uh, that you've had so far, and who has made some of uh, comments in, in in reference to your to your to your wrestling? Oh uh,
1: yeah, yeah, that's a. That, you make a good point like it's really cool how the older guys really do go out of their way to help the younger um, a lot of places you don't really see that you know you think, uh, I've done work for like WWE and, and I've been to like you know Ring of Honor shows and and the way the AEW really the, the older guys the agents and even the, just the guy contact wrestlers like Jericho and, and Luther and DJ Whitmer and these guys who are been in the business for 20 30 something years like they're, they literally go out of their way to work with like anybody you know they if they see something they they want to make sure that they you know address anything give pointers feedback which is awesome because that's such an important process to learn in wrestling you know if everyone just comes in the back and they just say hey, hey good job and keep going and you just keep on going you don't really learn anything as opposed to if you have a guy like jericho who pulls you aside and goes hey you know that was really cool but you could do this this and this better like that's where you're really gonna get better cause these so, guys like him are gonna really teach you the you know the the minutia the detail of wrestling
0: so, so has a Jericho made some comments in reference to your to your, to your wrestling and so what what, what, was, what did he comment?
1: yeah I know Jericho uh, the last match I had with uh, Luther and Pentico huh. for this past week's uh, AEW dart he actually was very happy he liked it a lot yeah I mean I specifically went to him to ask him his feedback cause I knew he was gonna watch it because him and Luther are best, you know, like right. childhood best friends. So they're both actively involved with anything each other does on the show. So I, I knew he was gonna watch it. So I go up to him afterwards, and now he was just more than complimentary. He he liked it a lot. You know, he's like, man, there's nothing wrong with that match because I really liked it. It was really good. Yeah, I- uh, another guy that I like a lot, who who, who I go to quite a bit, is uh, Jerry Lynn.
0: Uh-huh. I really
1: like Jerry Lynn. He's awesome. He's always been super um, productive with me and like helping me out, give me my,
0: my feedback and my fatigue after each one of the matches. How cool is that, you know, that we grew up watching yeah. guys like this like Jericho yeah. the Malencos and the uh, Malenkos and the Arn Andersons who are yeah. all producers in the back and here yep. they are, we watched them in T V, we watched them in person and now they they're giving you their 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 perspective and what you can improve on as a wrestler, huh? Yeah, no, it, it was nuts
1: because like I was sitting out I was in the back and like uh, me and, uh, Scorpio Sky and I were like just working on some like just basic chain holes and stuff. And like Dean Malenko comes up and he's like, Hey, let me show you some of these things. And he's like <laughs> showing us like things I've never even seen before. Like he's showing us variations of how to do like certain kinds of arm drag. And he goes, Oh, yeah, this is what I was get in the bag that, you know, was really cool to work on. I was like, Damn, this is awesome. I got one of the greatest cruisers of all time teaching us how to, how to wrestle properly, you know, how to do a you know, new holes and stuff.
0: Well, that is that's, the, really cool. that's the man of a thousand and one holds. So I'm sure you know oh, yeah. what he's doing. So legitimately is. Now, how cool is it that you mentioned you worked with Darby, you mentioned that you worked with other guys, and here you are, you used to share uh, these small locker rooms, and here you are at Daly's Place about to come out on, on national television. Do you all just come to, together and say, wow, remember those times where we wrestled in front oh, yeah. of five people, ten people? Uh, or remember that one time when somebody threw something at us and we got in a fight. But how cool is it now that you're on the big TV or on, on a AEW? Yeah, no, it, it's
1: it's it's definitely surreal. There are a lot of times when a lot of us, it, because it, it's funny because like a lot of the AEW roster used to wrestle for um the you know fancy super costly wrestling you know right. so we're all doing different characters for all the galaxy Con, supercon shows right so it's bizarre when we all just stand and being like oh man remember we were just like <laughs> dressed up as like captain america or <laughs> you know or jinx or storm and we're just doing this for fun in like little town and you know in, in these cities and now we're here like on national tv so we always kind of like we still all keep you know eat together we all talk me Leva, and uh you know, and Brian Cage and, and uh, Darby, you know, Darby was one of our guys. Ariel Monroe was one, you know, Big small. So it's, it's funny how we all, you know, how things come full circle sometimes.
0: Now, looking into it, um, aside from you being a wrestler, I know you were trying to, or are, I mean, we still are, tackling the acting scene. Are, are you still pursuing that, or tell us a little bit yeah, about yeah. that? It's,
1: it's been slow this year, I mean, to be honest, and for everyone. I, I have, like, I've only done, like, a couple different small gigs, small commercials. Yeah, it's something I've always, I still send auditions out. It, it, it's just starting to get back into the swing of things where you're just sending in self-tapes now. That's like the new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm always, I, I like I like pursuing acting where it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's good, it's good extra work. It's, um, yeah, you know, I, I see it as kind of preparing me for more wrestling. I see wrestling kind of preparing me for acting. They kind of go hand in hand. So they both help the other, you know, it's a, kind of a symbiotic relationship. So they're both uh, those they're, they're both like something i like I enjoy doing
0: right so a- as your career was that the first thing you wanted to pursue an actor or was it pro wrestling from the beginning oh uh, no it
1: was definitely pro wrestling I-, I happened to fall into acting through pro wrestling H- I had how a so friends, uh, it was through the convention scene that i i was doing the wrestling for the you know for the FSDW, and one of the actors flash guest she was a bit She's like, oh, you should get into acting. She goes, you seem to be pretty good at this stuff. She's like, yo, you can talk and you've got some, you got a personality, and so she got me in touch with her agent. And her agent liked me, and then they started booking me for work like, right away. Like my first gig I ever auditioned for, I got it, it was like a wall commercial. It- still running in Mexico now I mean still like like, four or five years ago wow still still, still plays down there
0: so so primarily you've done commercials or have you done uh, other games? I've done
1: I've done two small I've done two like uh, an independent film one small movie film uh, a couple like you know extra parts and then uh, mostly commercials like down here in uh, in Miami so like a lot of South American TV so if you're Watch TV in South America. I'm probably definitely in a few commercials
0: out there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so, and when it comes to, to, to acting, is there a particular role that you always like to take on uh, that you look, you look forward to doing?
1: I mean, doing villain roles are always fun. Like, uh, there are a couple of the movie spots I got to do. I got to play an antagonist in like this old, um, like high fantasy film where I was playing like an evil knight. And that's a lot of fun because I like playing a heel in wrestling. So mm-hmm. playing a heel on, for, for film is a lot of fun too you, because you can kind of go even more into it so you can kind of really dive into it and go nuts So you, cause you're not really necessarily worry about you know doing bumps or anything you're just focused on the actual character content you don't have to you know know that moves are coming up next or anything it's, it's, it's all focused on the character work
0: well you're definitely in the right uh, area with AEW of course they they air on TNT and TNT has a whole bunch of um, content, right? So you might oh, yeah, be, <laughs> you All might right. be just you you just fighting the in, in the right uh, area there. So, so what's next for you, Alex? Um, uh, you, are you are you signed officially with AEW? Is it something that you're perhaps getting to?
1: Yeah, I'm getting to it. Yeah, I'm not signed with them yet. I'm right now. Everything I'm doing, doing is uh, per diem, just paid for appearance. But right. right, that my next step is them is is working to to a uh, full time contract.
0: So you're still doing you're still doing uh, independent. Uh, wrestling out uh, here in South Florida and Florida and elsewhere, correct? I mean, you're still taking gigs.
1: Yeah, I still take, I mean, what, what gigs are, are, are good In this, you know, this climate, uh, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little bit more selective to make sure, you know, I'm being safe, you know, we are sure. in a pandemic. Right. So, I'm going, you know, really I've been kind of sticking more to uh, just to uh, Gangrel's Wrestling
0: Asylum,
1: mm-hmm. a lot of his shows. He's a local; they're down here, and they're pretty regular. Yep, um, I've done a couple spots here and there, but yeah, I'm not going, nuts traveling all over or anything. I'm just trying to try to be smart. I don't want to get sick and, like, you know, bring that to go you know, anywhere like AEW or anything. that's the last thing you want to do. be sure. that guy. So.
0: And, and you speak of Gangrel. I understand Gangrel is going to have a big uh, charity event coming up. Yes. Can you yes, let us know a little uh, bit about that? Up. Can you let us know a little about uh, a little uh, about that and? Uh, where's it taking place of the date the whole time the the whole uh, information about it
1: uh yeah that is um so gangrel every year does these uh charity toy drives so, so essentially you can get a ticket for by bringing a toy to the event um the, the event is uh coming up let me check the date real quick um sorry one second i had it right here too um but yeah it's it, it's actually a good cause For the city of Ganya Beach um, He personally brings it over To the uh, to the city over there And they raise all the things Let me see if I can have had it right here Oh here it is It's uh, December 12th Okay So, so okay. And it's at the um, It's at the Gangrel's Wrestling Asylum
0: In Dania Beach Great And that's right Gan- yeah. Gangrel made his yeah. debut In AEW Not long ago In on one of the pay-per-views
1: Yeah 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 He's, Yeah you get this Pop in there That was awesome <laughs> So yeah, That was really cool It was, it was fun Because he had to like You know cut. He couldn't tell anybody, but I knew I, I knew he was doing something. Didn't know necessarily what, but it was actually <laughs> really cool to see him on there. He's it's, it's, uh, you know, it, its funny because like no matter what he does in wrestling, he's always always gonna be over for just, you know <laughs> yeah. Gangrel. always like a timeless guy. He's like immortal kind of,
0: in a way. Well, you know, he like, he recently yeah. came into—he um, went viral actually with the whole uh, uh, Toys R Us and. Oh, oh yeah Yeah, <laughs> I don't, yeah it's funny because i
1: you know i came up with that whole spot like i really? came up with that one yeah yeah i came up with that that was like my idea i was the one i i was the one that had to call gang Gras. i was like if you have the jeffrey draft cost costume and i was like oh i really want to do something with this and i was having drinks with a couple of friends and uh and i was like can we use this in the in the show and uh my buddy mike was like yeah absolutely he's like i don't care." And so I was like, all right. So I was like, what would be funny? I'm like, I call him, I call him Gangrel. I'm like, dude, I have a good idea. Cause he doesn't like to do goofy stuff. He doesn't like goofy stuff. Uh-huh. He's, a, he's a, he's very much a traditionalist. I was like, this is going to be funny, man, I'm telling you. Like, I had a feeling it was gonna go viral because like, it's you, because Gangrel, everyone knows you're a no nonsense, you know, grizzled, you know, serious dude. I'm like, if you do this, this is gonna be awesome. You know? And I was doing it just to pop ourselves. We were doing it just to make ourselves laugh. <laughs> I had no idea that it was gonna be as big as the end of the year. <laughs> And it's just,
0: uh, just, so, were you, who, <laughs> who was under the Jeffrey there? Can you let us know? Or was it already. Uh,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that was my buddy Eddie Torres, a uh, good veteran out of uh, Tampa area.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like, because we
1: needed a guy who's a serious athlete who was strong, uh-huh. you know, who had, like, you know, good, because, I mean, that costume's heavy, you know, right. like, very heavy. you got to be really mobile and very athletic in order to move around in it. So, he was like one dude I know, like, he's a big, strong guy, but the dude can do, like, spinning roundhouses and wheel kicks and stuff. He's incredibly athletic. And as a big martial arts background, I was like, dude, this guy can do it. And he like, he'll be able to get in and out of the ring and jump around and jump over the top rope.
0: He's doing a very awkward, heavy suit. <laughs> That's great stuff, man. Well, yeah. Alex, um, so we, we got the a couple of matches that you had already on AEW. Do we have some more matches programmed for you?
1: Uh, as, up until this week, this is my most recent stuff, Then I'll have some... Um I think our next
0: round of payments are in the next week, week and a half, next week or two, when
1: we'll be doing some more. All right, good. So, I I find out as I get there, you know, that's that's, that's really how it goes. You get there and you find out what you're doing for the
0: week. (laughs) Good stuff, Alex. Well, thanks so much for your time, man. Appreciate it. Happy holidays. Stay safe. And we hope to see you more uh, on AEW's ring, man.
1: Thanks, man. Likewise, man. Happy holidays,
0: dude. Same to you, dude. Thank you. Thanks again, Alex, for joining us here on the program. Um, And again, if you can make it out there, I'm sure that they practice the proper COVID-19 protocols, Gangrel's Toy Drive. Check it out this weekend. All right. We haven't had any live music. um, And if there has been, something has happened because of Corona. But KISS is doing a New Year's Eve concert in Dubai And they want to break all these records. They already have teams of like 500 cameras. Uh, They're going to break the, the record as far as pyros. It sounds pretty cool. If you remember, they were on the leg of their last tour, right? This is going to be the last one. But now it's been extended to 2022 since they really couldn't continue anymore. So the fact that New Year's Eve is going to be a lot different because of the famous coronavirus. Kiss has stepped up, and if you're a big rock and roll fan, I saw Kiss many years ago, and I have to tell you one of the funnest, greatest events that I have seen in person. Lots of fun, lots of pyro, fire, the whole nine. And get do yourself a favor, man. If 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 you have the if you have that extra change and purchase this pay per view, I know I'm looking forward to it. It seems like a lot of fun. Five hundred cameras, pyros, looks very exciting. I know Kiss. It's not going to fail. Howard Jones, former singer of Killswitch Engage, did a version of Simple Man, Leonard Skinner's song. And I have to tell you, it's just, the guy has is, is such a talented person. As you know, he, he sang with Killswitch and he has his own band now. Uh, but wow, if, if, if you get yourself a chance, head on over to um, our website. Uh, we'll put a link there to check out Howard's Uh, rendition of simple man it's amazing stuff let's talk some mixed martial arts yoel romero has been released from the ufc people were buzzing why 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 well it makes sense yoel romero he's already 43 he's in his 40s and we know that he's made a huge impact the highlights the whole nine he was a beast but let's face it but but by the looks of it it seemed that he was going to be a gatekeeper i don't think he would have had another opportunity at a shot at the title And and let's face it, we don't want to see Yoel and Israel Adesanya again. We all know how that turned out. So, what do you do? You cut him. He's expensive. And because of the budget constraints, Dana White has said that Yoel is just one of 60 people that are going to be cut from the UFC, unfortunately. Again, you can't blame this on the UFC. We're all facing, we're all going through this. Many, many businesses, unfortunately, have... um, have been hurt really really hard with this coronavirus and nonetheless it's happened to the UFC as well and, and this is very interesting and I saw a tweet the other day that said that it all makes sense that's why most of all these contenders on the Dana White's contenders a lot of them are getting our t- contracts because they're cheaper than a UL Romero so why not build these guys up Pay a little, a little less, right? You get a little budget cut here, and you just keep building these young guys to be savages instead of keeping the the old guys that pretty much are are they're not out, they're not done completely, but the chances of them doing something as far as winning titles and and and, and all those uh, attention grabbing moments uh, have are, are kind of dwindling down now where does Yoel Romero land we don't know does he continue to fight remember he won a lawsuit not too long ago and he pretty much backed so I don't think he even needs to fight to be honest he just does it because he likes it or loves it but I wouldn't doubt that maybe Bellator might throw some money because they got it they got the backing of, of Paramount but if that's not the case why not Bare Knuckle the thing with Bare Knuckle though although very exciting who, you would put you all versus Hector Lombard maybe I don't see too much competition for your all a freaking beast Savage he's an animal seeing him inside the cave inside the the uh, square circle who do you what do you think you all is gonna land Bare knuckle Bellator one let us know Send us a tweet at the Roman show. We love to hear from you and lastly I like to finish off. Uh Titan FC will be finishing off the year with a an, an amazing fight card. So far, there's about ten fights listed. And the main event is gonna be Bruno Assis versus Jeremiah. Jeremiah Holloway. This is it for a middleweight uh combat. And Juan Puerta, who just recently defeated his opponent back in November is uh, looking forward to another win. And after this, this guy has to be in the UFC 20-6. Come on, seriously? He is taking on John Penafiel going out at it one-on-one. Harrison Melendez versus Ryan Cues. Ryan Qs has made a name for himself. He's undefeated. Delano Taylor uh, versus Michael Cora. That's a welterweight uh, ch- uh, fight. Christian Inestria, we've seen him, he fought for the title not too long ago, versus Josh Ritchie. Denzel Freeman versus Terrence Hodge. And also Roy Echevarria versus John Ars. And uh, Kaino Mo- Moyer versus Gus Villamil. That's what we got right now for the main card. Uh, airing on December 17th, it's a Thursday. Live on UFC Fight Pass, UFC Fight Pass. Uh, On December 17th, Titan FC 66. Can't wait to get in the cage. The last one for the 2020 we all know this year hasn't been the best of us. But hey, let's end it with a bang. Let's end it with a memorable night. And Titan FC is going to help us out to do that on December 17th. With that being said, appreciate you listening to me here on the program. Thank you to Alex Chamberlain. We'll be back next week on the program. And we'll let you know who that guest is. On our social media. Catch you next week. We're here on the program. All right. Thanks for listening. If you haven't been on. You haven't heard. Thanks for listening to the Roma Show. Have a great week, everyone.